0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion, still in quarantine. We're your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing this week?
1: Uh, you know me, man. I'm chilling each day if that quarantine passes by.
0: Still yeah, I, I've kind of lost count of the days myself. Uh, I think it's a Thursday. I think it's May. Yeah, it's definitely May.
1: Yeah, if this quarantine was a movie, it would be 28 weeks later, but I think we're past that.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. No, we're, we're definitely on the sequel that never ca- happened 28 months later. Yeah. <laughs> because that, that's the time when the vaccine will come out.
1: Yeah, just about.
0: Okay, well, let's not get too depressed about that. So, this week, doing uh, some Hollywood news. Because the winds are changing. The winds are changing in Hollywood. If you haven't been following the news, you, you may not have heard about it. But uh, definitely when things go back to normal, be it a few months from now, next year, uh, things won't be normal in Hollywood. And... If that is between the studios and the theaters. Uh, basically, since all the theaters are shut down, because they have to be, uh, studios have really lost their revenue source, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah
1: I'm going to have to agree with that, considering you know, no new movies have been out in theaters. Since um, March. A lot of movies have either been pushed back, or some of the smaller ones have been pushed to instant digital renting. Mm-hmm
0: uh yeah well you just brought up there the instant digital uh video on demand or as universal wants to coin the term pvod premium video on demand uh the only thing premium about that is the amount of costs but that is the issue that hollywood is facing is what do you do with video on demand basically i i for my other podcast, I didn't expect to be saying this, but I did not expect *Trolls World Tour* to start a war between studios and theaters. But that's really? what we are in 2020. Trolls, okay, with just Yeah, you know, 2020, coronavirus, murder hornets, trolls. To where, to where we're at. Uh, so catch you up. So catch up, I went up to speed quick before we give our thoughts. *Trolls* was set for a wide wide theatrical release in mid-April as normal. It's been set there for months. Theaters get shut down in mid-March. Uh, Disney, Warner Brothers. Live Studios, push everything back. Fine. Universal decides no. We already spent too much marketing money on it. We got toys. We're releasing it. $20 rental for 48 hours. iTunes, Google Play, Voodoo, whatever. On the same day. There's multiple issues with this. Issue number one. Theater owners did not know until 20 minutes before we all knew. Uh, The reason this is important is because other studios talk to the theater owners. Be like, hey, you know, we got your back. We're saving our big movies for you. This kind of sucks. We get it. Universal's like, hey, uh, we're just dropping this movie on video on demand. Yep. All right. So they're pretty pissed. And then along with that, and I actually saw an article last week. Stars were not told about it until we knew about it. So Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick were not informed about this decision either.
1: That makes sense.
0: Um, and I'll bring up that issue in a little bit because that's going to go into contracts for actors and directors. But anyway um theater owners were pissed and they said that we have to reconsider our relationship with universal and that was back in early april mid-april comes out trolls is released and everything seems fine and all that then a couple weeks later wall street journal does a report saying universal's done really good with the movie almost a hundred million dollars in revenue so universal ceo decides to come out and be like yeah we're actually doing really good with trolls we're proud of it and uh Yeah, I think in the future, when things open back up, we're still going to release movies on PVOD. And that was about it. That's what sent AMC, uh, the theater owner, union, association, sent out a strongly worded letter denouncing what he said. But AMC is like, fuck it. All Universal movies, you're gone. You're banned. We're not playing you anymore. In response to that, they said we're going to take it on a movie-by-movie basis, but they were still not clear on what this means. For example, Fast 9 next year. Can I watch that for twenty dollars at my home, or do I have to go into theaters? Like they never cleared that up. Um, the following days, is Regal and Cinemark, the other big theaters. They said they would just not air any movie that respected the theatrical window. So, so I'm not ranting for five, ten minutes, Mike. At least with the uh, what Universal has done um, with their movie, because other studios have done different tactics. How do you think Universal's handling this?
1: Um, pretty pissed poor, to be honest
0: with you. I would agree.
1: Now, we would be having a completely different conversation if Universal had given theaters the heads up mm-hmm. a good amount prior before, even if it was just a week. Just be like, hey, heads up. You guys aren't going to be opening anytime soon. We kind of need this movie to kind of stay afloat here because I'm sure everyone is shocked. But Universal, they have their theme park and they have a bunch of shitty movies that really don't do anything for them except for Fast and Furious.
0: Oh, Those that's are true.
1: So their movies are out, their parks are down, they're making nothing. So honestly, they probably needed
0: a quick win. They did. And I understand their point of view of, look, you already spent 30, 40 million in marketing the movie. Now, obviously, you could say, well, Disney pushed back Mulan. That's because it's fucking Disney. Yeah. And also, I think a lot of people know Mulan offhand and say trolls. So they can release Mulan whenever people know about it. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. But but you're right in saying, like, the theaters did understand at first. When Universal did the Invisible Man release, the, the Hunt release for $20 rentals, they were completely fine with it. And when they did an interview and talked about what they did with Trolls, they said they were fine with those movies because they started to play in theaters. Shit happened. They understand they have to make money. That's why they were also fine with Disney and what they did with Onward. They completely understand. It's just, like you said, how they treated them with Trolls was like a shitty way, shitty attitude. But um so <clears throat> that's universal. Um Disney, like we just talked about, onward, was their first big one. But now they they've pulled a the movie themselves. Uh, Artemis Fowl, based off kids' books from over ten, fifteen years ago. That was set for a theatrical release in about two weeks from now. That's being premiered next month on Disney Plus. That completely now doesn't get a video on the man release. You have to subscribe to Disney Plus. So maybe that's why theaters are kind of like just not saying anything. But also, it's Disney. Are they really going to say anything against Disney?
1: And also, Disney's kind of given the heads up way prior to the movie that's supposed to be releasing.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, And for Warner Brothers, for the most part, um, the big thing they've done is Scooby-Doo. They have a Scooby-Doo animated movie that's supposed to start a Hanna-Barbera animated universe. If that is being released, again, that was pulled from theaters. And that was... Is now set to actually come out, as of this recording, tomorrow with a different model. So $20 rental, 48 hours, like Universal. But for $25, you can own the movie. And I think, personally, that is a better model for Trolls. Like, me personally, I'm bored. I want to watch movies. I'm not paying $20 for, for Trolls. I'm not. Yeah. But I like Scooby-Doo. For $25, if the movie I hear is good, I may spend 25 to buy it, so I own it. But even Scooby-Doo, I'm not spending $20 to rent it. I'm not. I don't think you would either. No, definitely not. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's definitely a smarter option.
0: It is. But But, um,
1: that being said, you know, we got to think of how pretty much everyone is going forward with this whole corona thing. Now, are we going to see a consistent increase of movies being delayed and smaller movies just getting pushed right to streaming services and rentals throughout time comes? Or do you think... This all will all be over soon.
0: Personally, I think, at least for Disney, Disney will start to make... The way they'll get around this is they will make big-budget movies and announce that they're specifically for Disney+. Now, they may have movies planned five years down the road, three years down the road, that they thought they were going to do a theatrical release, uh, but they'll come out and say, oh, it's for Disney+. Plus." Besides Artemis Fowl they have moved up the theatrical release of Hamilton from next October to this July for a Disney Plus release because they need content. They spent $70 million on those rights. And honestly, monetary-wise, it makes sense to do it. Quarterly numbers came out a few weeks ago. They have 54 million subscribers right now to the service. And based on that, analysts expect by 2025, 200 million people will be subscribed to Disney+, Plus, paying $7 a month. That's, uh, that's a lot of people. That is a shit ton of money. Shit ton of people, shit ton of money. I feel if, if that even gets close to that, $100, 150000000 it's in Disney's best interest to make a big-budget movie for the streaming service because you want people to stay signed in. That's why you're having a bunch of high-quality Marvel shows being made. But, to what she said, I think Disney will be the most active with this going forward. But they won't be like Universal. They'll just design it specifically for a streaming service. They won't pull a Universal. And also, all the Star Wars and Marvel movies, they'll be put in theaters first. Why not maximize it? The the model worked for a few months before everything went to shit. You release the movie theatrically, then you release it on digital, Blu-ray, and then finally streaming service. You get every dollar you can out of that. It. It's true. Because like, I see all the comments, well, why not just release Black Widow on Disney Plus? And I'm like... Are you so fucking stupid? That can do 800 million worldwide without a sweat. Maybe break a billion if everything was normal. You think Disney's going to turn down that money? Absolutely not. For what, 10 million subscribers? No. But Mike, what, what do you think? Do you think... Am I being crazy here? Or, or do you think that... Because one thing I've seen being thrown around is... In the articles for negotiations, people flexing back and forth, is that things will go back to normal... But the theater window will shrink. So right now, it's a 60, 70-day window minimum. People are thinking 30, 40 days. So what would you think about, let's say, Black Widow, for example. That comes out 1st of November. 1st of December, I can buy it for 20 bucks. What do you think? Oof. I
1: mean, a lot of people would probably buy it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still going to make money, but I don't think it's going to make nearly as much as if... <clears throat> you know, they delete it till it goes in theaters because now you're hyping it up as well.
0: It's true. But the issue I see with that anyway is for theaters, they need to work on the theater cuts because um, no, no one knows the true numbers, but typically for the first two weekends or so, Disney and like other studios get about, I, th- I think it's like 55, 60% of the cut of any ticket sold. Theater owners only cash in on that week three, week four on when they can get like 60, 70% of a ticket sold. So under this new model, just as they're about to make the majority of the cash on a ticket, it goes to streaming or it goes to iTunes. They get fucked. So I see. I, I don't see the theater window shortening unless they get a better cut up front. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. But, I mean, I I can see it shortening. Yeah, you, know, you know me. I look at the numbers. A movie makes most of its money within the first three four weeks. After that, just unless it's a big summer movie, it kind of just like, dies out. So studios wouldn't see a big loss, but theater owners would so theaters what do you think is going to happen with theaters at least initially because warner brothers has been okay with theaters because yeah they're doing scooby-doo but they might possibly be sacrificing tenant to coronavirus Oof, that would be a pretty big hit because everything right now is based on tenant releasing first then move on disney has said if tenant gets pulled or bombs move to getting pulled and then article i just read today uh warner brother executives told reporters if new york and la if those markets are not open by the by july we're not playing the movie like it doesn't matter if 48 out of the 50 states are open if those two major markets are not open they are pushing the movie so i i see i don't i I don't know what's gonna happen with theaters opening opening up over the next two months and that's if people want to go out but based on the reports in other states at least outdoor activities people don't give a shit they want they want to go out
1: yeah but i don't think people want to go out and sit in a theater right after the virus is over
0: that's true so that's why i think definitely theaters definitely have to be aggressive in like telling people it's safe and for studios uh, i think what warner brothers is hoping is look when theaters open up there's going to be nothing playing i think their ideas for tenant at least will get say out of 12 screens they'll get eight screens so, yes, there's less people showing. But over time, they'd make most of the money, which, in theory, that works. But, you know, I, I've looked at the list of movies if they don't get delayed. September, October, it gets packed. Is everyone really going to be fighting for two or three screens per movie at 50% capacity?
1: Yeah, I don't like, really
0: see that happening. Tenant and Mulan can make a shit ton of money. I don't see A Quiet Place Part 2 make a lot of money come September. So, and then obviously you run the risk of... Uh, you know, we're being told there's a second wave coming. There's always going to be a second wave, at least for a few months. What if that hits, you know, October, November? All oh, shit. Black Widow, No Time to Die's got to get pushed back. Theater's got to close again. Can they survive another closure? Probably not. Probably not. Um, I think they're taking a huge hit already. They, yeah, okay. they've they've taken a huge hit. Um, Cine- I think Cinemark is good until November, and AMC is good until November because they sold some debt. But otherwise, they need to open
1: it's not really looking too good. It's not. It's not.
0: So, I I, I do think that... I I do think things are going to change, though. And then also, uh, before we finish up the contracts, I wanted to bring up. Hollywood contracts are very detailed in what you get, what you get bonuses for, and the reason I brought up Trolls is the reason Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick were not happy is apparently in their contracts they were... Supposed to be given bonuses if they hit $350 million Ooh. in the box office. The issue is, contract doesn't never... describe what happens if you don't go in the box office.
1: Yeah. So that was definitely a loophole universal Universal. Yep. Like, you know what? We're really hurting for money, so uh, let's just make it so they can't even possibly get their bonuses.
0: Yeah, so I, I think going forward, agents have a lot of work to do because now... they have to work out a contract that not only satisfies everyone on the box office side but on the video on the man side yep and then this is uh from i heard from that article that the the studio sorry the agents were looking to get the studio to pay them anyway so good luck to them (laughs) this is apparently why the new mutants the x-men movie that just will never come out um, that's why it hasn't just been dropped, is that to make changes to those contracts, you need to get them to sign off on it. So Disney just hasn't decided to do that. Yes. So, so Mark, what do you think about the contracts? Do you think that... Do you think directors and actors would be more willing to these conditions? Obviously, we know Christopher Nolan loves the theaters. Quentin Tarantino loves the theaters. But do you think student, d- directors would be like, you know, if you pay me more up front, I'll be okay if you decide to push the movie... To video on demand. Like what, what what do you think some of the changes would be? Because obviously getting a bonus of three fifty, they got fucked on that one. Oh heavily. Um I don't know. It's
1: kinda up in the air because how are you going to determine that? Like if you get and it goes like straight straight to the uh online rentals for online purchases Is the contract gonna incorporate how many how much money it makes from it being sold or how many copies get sold? It's just it's kind of a whole other bag of worms that no one really wants to jump into.
0: No, you make a good point. That's a big differentiator, at least for iTunes and Voodoo. They love to do weekly 99 cent rentals. So if your contract's based off copies rented or bought, you know, having a 99 cents would obviously give it a boost. But if you had to make, say, 50 million straight in profit, it would hurt. It. Absolutely. So uh, I think that's definitely something that they have to look at. Also, for the most part, studios are cagey with the rental numbers. You know, I can only get a decent idea of how studios are doing on iTunes because it updates every 12, 24 hours. But, and that's based on voluntary wise, like I see a movie at a rental option, it'll shoot straight up for a few days. But studios never come out and say, oh, well, you know, we, you know, we, we sold this many copies or we made this much money. Universal only talked about trolls because Wall Street Journal said they did go so good. They just confirmed it, you know, which by the way, even though they've made almost $100 million, they're still losing money on the movie. So, I think unless studios get more open, I think they'll have to be more open, at least with the agents on the numbers, because I don't even know if the actors know how much money is made on those.
1: Probably not.
0: Yeah. So I would think one change that has to happen is if studios want to have video on demand as a option, then they need to tell the actors, directors, look, this is how much we make from your movie. You know, like for Chris Nolan, hey, this is how much we made in rentals and digital buys on Inception over the past five years. Blah 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 blah. Because agents need numbers to work with to give a fair contract offer, like they need they need something to work with. So I definitely think that while we ne- we may not see changes now, I definitely think that there will be less theaters in I would say about five years. Like i, I I'm 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 going to call and there's going to be a cut down on theaters, and I wouldn't be surprised if a major company buys a smaller theater chain or two. Like I don't know who'd buy. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's definitely very interesting time we're in right now
0: it is especially since technically studios are not allowed to buy theater companies because there's a supreme court ruling on that so unless that's overturned which there's rumors there might be um even apple and amazon because they started making their own content over the past few years even they can't buy amc or regal let alone universal disney whatever Uh, i guess maybe google if they're bored yeah Hey, go go watch the new Marvel movie, and uh, on their way out, go pick up a Google Home. Thanks. But yeah, definitely, definitely a lot of changes happening. If people got their thoughts about what's happening, maybe they think nothing's going to change. You know, maybe, maybe we're wrong. Maybe you know, a couple months from now, everything's normal and yeah, it's like nothing happened. Where can they let us know?
1: Well, as always, we are thrilled to hear your thoughts. You can let us know on our Instagram page, YouTube, or Facebook. You can. Always find us under Entertainment Expansion, because that's what we're here to do. Expand your entertainment experience. As always, we look forward from hearing from you. Till next
0: time. That's a very good line. Expand your experience. I like that, that be our catchphrase. But Why do you think I made that name? That's true, I guess I forgot. But anyway, we're going to talk about marketing after the podcast. As always, thank you for listening. And we will
1: see you next week.